Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. It's the Nikki Glaser Podcast. Welcome to the show. It's Tuesday. Do, does anyone listen to our show at more than the speed? Oh. I don't know. Your parts. Yeah, maybe they can. <laughs> they go and they toggle back and they back slow and yours down somehow. Yeah. That would take a lot of editing. You could do 0. 0.5. So that it sounds, sounds like this. But you on 0. 0.5 would be, hey, I, what's going on? It's Nikki Glazer. Yeah, Welcome to be here. I would sound like I was doing a, <laughs> commentating a horse race. Um, uh, an auction and a horse race at the same time. Were you always a speed talker? No. Um, you would have to ask my parents who didn't really listen to me. So um, <laughs> I think we'll never know. No, um, they did. I I think, yeah, I was always. Because your dad speaks slow. My dad does speak slow. Um, what I was as a kid was always being told, shh. Mm. Oh, not by teachers because I was very, like at school, never talked and like was just didn't want to be seen. But at home or at restaurants with my family, especially in my adolescence, like. It was always, Nikki, shh. 
and it would be and it was never like I was yelling like fuck you bitch it was always like <laughs> I got this thing today and it was so like I was excited and then it was just it just really depletes the air in your sails when someone you're telling a story that you're like excited about and then people go shh, shh. yeah and then you just go okay never mind I got a part in a play doesn't matter and then you do the whole why thing of like, I'm going to make you, I'm gonna, because it's embarrassing how loud they're, because other people oh. were staring and I wasn't aware of people, like of other people, maybe how loud I was. I probably needed it, my ears cleaned out. You're like, why don't you just tell us the story at home? You had to wait for an audience oh my God. At, at Bennigan's? I mean, <laughs> every time I mean? we walk our dog in the <laughs> subdivision, because I just get excited about stuff and get too loud. Um, do you know that your trifecta meals are still downstairs? Yeah. Those are done. I'm going to throw them away Why? today. I waited too long. Well, can I take them? I'll give them to my mom. She will totally eat those. That's fine. They're still good. She just ate your trifecta meals that you gave her a while back. She's like, she was texting me from the river and she's like, we're down at the river. Gonna have Andrew's trifecta meals. Getting excited. <laughs> so like she just freezes them and eats them. In no, the, that'd know, be fine. Apocalypse. Look, it's fine. I, they've been sitting without like fucking no you open that thing they'll, they'll still have refrigeration in those ice packs but right. I, I, mean, I, I always benefit from boys and people who don't know butter just airing on the side of like Chris brings stuff over to my house and is I don't get rewarded from that because he brings over like eggs and he'll leave them two days and he'll be like oh no they're bad now and I'm like no they're not what do you mean eggs inside <laughs> no, the no, fridge that's an exaggeration but like yeah. yeah like I just don't believe in unless something smells bad and tastes bad yeah, you're a dumpster diver. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. But now I'm gonna get free trifecta meals for my mom because who said they're free? <laughs> <laughs> Just a discount. My dad will have to carry them and maybe break it back because those are heavy. But um, yeah, he was riding his bike in a hundred and like thirty degree weather. My dad went ra- he has a whole like bike thirty gang. miles. That's he a heart a attack, gang. man. That's crazy. Listen, the gang never sleeps. Yeah, if he if he doesn't do that, what's he gonna? He's gonna wake up with, to a fucking. Oh, to Horse all, head in all, his bed. Oh, all his boys talking shit. <laughs> yeah, all those old men talking shit. Yeah, he, he rode his bike yesterday. I went running yesterday at like what time was that? I saw you seven thirty, because it gets so. Like, I love summer. How dark it gets so late. We were in mm-hmm. Idaho. It got dark at nine forty. The sunset. 940 that's exciting i don't know sometimes i want nighttime to come oh i love it so much because i'm always pushing runs till the last second and i can't run at night so i just love when it's like oh okay i check my clock and i'm like oh it's six o'clock i gotta go for a run or i'm not gonna exercise today and then it's like wait it the sun says at 8 40 i have another two hours yeah we saw you right before your run yesterday yeah it didn't go well no it's just like there. It's so hot out that, and my body already felt like bags of soup. Just de- like I was too depressed to like have energy. Sometimes your body just like my my body was fine. My mind was just like tell me now. So I did two and a half miles, but then I stopped. Just there was no there was no like I'm exhausted. There was no like should I stop? Should I not? It was just like shutting down. My stop, and then I pulled up my Lime Scooter app, and I found a Lime Scooter, and I scooted my way out of the park. <laughs> the, the the other two and a half miles. Uh, yeah, we walked to get uh, that ice cream down the street. That's mm. really good ice cream. It's like insanely good. Um, Jenny's. Is that the name of I want? The you one know, that across I've, the street I go walk it. into the same place every for and never forty know times and never know the name. You always say the Italian restaurant, the Mexican place. Yeah, the ice cream shop. <laughs> I believe it's Jenny's. <laughs> yeah, I think it's so. it's it's like you know across the country. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like a St. Louis thing. Mm, no, 
I don't think it is. But it's across from Mission Taco yeah. if you want to go to it in, in the Central West End. Another, yeah. I mean, we ate the ice, ice cream, cream we though, walked. It does not feel refreshing in the heat. It because did. Because it's like cream. It's it like, did oh, for like yeah, two minutes and then it melts and then it's like warm cream. Oh, God. It you, be, I, my stomach is twirling. The houses, though, the streets by oh, my God. Jenny's. It's fucking insane. I can't Wait, get I over want, it. I just yeah. want to say, though, like, Let's say I didn't say know it. you. I, I just knew of you. I wish that I would have seen a celebrity in a park riding a lime scooter. Because I feel like whenever I lived in New York and I would see like celebs on the street, they would just be like on Broadway. Sunglasses on, like going walking shopping, to a show. And a or like walking yeah, just out looking of Seth very Myers. mysterious. Yes. Yeah. You never see them doing anything except walking, you know, with it's, like a handbag. There was a... There was no part of me that was like, "Am I going to get recognized?" But it, um, it was I did look. I, you know what I wanted to? I wanted people to go. That that's f- like because I was so depressed. My face was. I was riding a scooter at top speed, like, <laughs> like looking at the sidewalk, like despondently, like. And then I had to snap out of it because I kept seeing cars, and I was like, "They're probably pointing and laughing at this depressed person on a uh, scooter." But I didn't think of getting recognized on that. I don't. I never get recognized, literally ever. <laughs> Not literally ever, but like it just doesn't happen. It doesn't happen, Noah. So weird. I, I like that though. I don't want to be. It's a. We were talking about it. There's a perfect level of fame where you everywhere you go, you don't think someone's gonna know who you are. Yeah, I mean, it feels when you do get recognized, it feels pretty good. But it's not like I can't imagine chasing that feeling of That's like. All I wanted. <laughs> But still, <laughs> no. I mean, as in high school, like, oh, the yeah. idea of like someday people being like, "Is that Nikki Glaser?" was number one goal. <laughs> I don't know why. I used because to play, you probably I didn't get it, it enough because you were getting shushed so much. I used to do it at my gate. We used we came up. We heard about this thing. Kirsten's what sisters. Today's like Kirsten's sisters' boyfriend Brian Brian Glass. Ooh. He was so cool, but he told us about a thing they did where. They were on spring break or something, and he and his friends, one of them wore sunglasses and like was mysterious at a place, and then the rest of the friends went up and was like, can I get a picture with you? Can I get your autograph? And then everyone just started doing it because they thought this person was famous. Like It didn't matter who it was. They were just like, who is that? And they're like, it's Brian Glass. And they're like, I mean, it was before Google. This is 1999. Mm-hmm. And I just remember being like, that is the coolest idea. I want to do it so bad. And so I never asked anyone to do it for me. But I used to, I remember, go to the airport with my family. And I used to just try to look famous. And like sit off by myself so that maybe someone thought I was famous. (laughs) So lame. But that is a fun little prank to do. It is a fun prank. A lot of rappers really. So many unfamous people People do it too before they're famous like in the rap game or whatever where you act as if you they rent like you know a lamborghini for one day yeah and they drive down miami collins avenue and they have all their friends like and like they get like five girls and yes and it's like whoa well, they must be somebody before there's someone yeah they, they they do they act as if yeah acting as if does work um it'd be weird to, i mean what would we do to act yeah. as if we're just huge glasses and i mean it <laughs> just it's just so funny to think about any other thing i get recognized from the it. dogs sometimes because yeah. of the, because first of all you wear you you peacock this is what you do as a celebrity you don't actually try to blend in you wear something ridiculous so people look at you and then go wait that's bill murray yeah you blend in during the day that's your thing like you are very incognito when you run and 
But I wear ridiculous. Like I wear like bright hats and like I I dress like a I don't want to get recognized, but I end up wearing things to go for walks with the dog, like purple, you know, uh (laughs) crocs with a green shirt and a pink hat and a big pink like bolero sack. To put my not a Bolero, but like a um, <laughs> what are those things called? To put Marion in, so I have a dog hanging on a pink sack over my shoulder. Yeah, I guess that. I wear like colorful things, then people kind of go. I guess they go, and my hair looks scraggly. I look like an old crazy woman. I look like the woman <laughs> that used to be in comics, and, and that was sometimes in birthday cards. It's like I'm a hundred, yeah, and this yeah. is what I think yeah. about birthdays with like, the glasses. Yes, <laughs> yes that, I, I know like exactly. That I don't know who that is, but that's who I feel like I look like. Like I have a grandma style, because I just don't. Putting together outfits is exhausting, and I just saw this clip from this show called, I think it's called like Friend Zone with um, Paul Shear and, oh God, now I'm blanking on Jason Manzukis mm-hmm. and Rob Hubel, and I think some other people. But Jason Manzukis was talking about, he's like, I don't wear, well, that's kind of a good Jason Manzukis. I don't wear anything except a white, uh, you know, button-up shirt, white Oxford shirt, and like the same pants. Every single day, it's the same thing. Maybe I'll throw a vest on it or a jacket if I have a premiere. But And then they started rifling through pictures of him, and it's like the same thing every time. And he said that there was some quote by... God, who was it? Steve Jobs. Oh, no, I think it was a monk's. He went... Oh, he was like, oh, this is going to sound pretentious, but I just... I was doing some retreat with a bunch of monks in wherever, India mm-hmm. or something. And he was like, they, they said that like... Oh, you know, to be closer to God, eliminate choices from your life. And, you know, whatever God is or whatever, like yourself, like the choices do just like muddy the water that could be clear of our like understanding of ourselves. And like just every day is a million choices. Like think about it. Like Mm -hmm. for me, Starbucks is not a choice. It is plugged into my phone. It's what I want every day, no matter what. What my food is literally not a choice anymore. It is just what I want every day. Wearing things, that's a choice. I'm overwhelmed with clothes. And I do like picking up clothes for my show because it can be random and fun and I can wear short, like sexy, like slutty things. I can wear like ridiculous stuff. That's fun. And truly like before I go to a show, I just, I bring two humongous suitcases for three days of shows with different, and I don't give it any thought of like what I'm going to pair with what. I just throw pieces in and then it's fun for me to go, Okay, and then I even refine it from there. So when I go to the show, I pick one suitcase and I throw in a bunch of stuff from my two suitcases. And then when I get to the show, it is like a game where I'm like, you got to put together two outfits out of this crap. Mm-hmm. And it's like a fun um, game show, I think. And uh, I enjoy that. But on a day to day, I got to well, dress up for something today. It's like, when, you, when we have social media and it is still important because it's our job and part of our job, when you wear an outfit... The next week, you're wearing the same outfit. It's going to look exactly like the same before, even if it's a different stage. So you're not bringing new content. There's that idea of like, oh, I need to look different in this new uh, this new photo on Instagram. Yeah. Because if not, I'm just going to look the same. If you know, Part of me just wants to wear the same black shirt and you jeans should. every single I did this whole weekend. I think there's something I wore about, the same thing all weekend. There's something about guys wearing the same thing over and over that almost is as much of a attention getter as women wearing different things. For sure. Do you agree, Noah? Like, remember when Mark Norman used to have a... 
He yeah. wore the same thing every time. I missed that Mark Norman. There was something very, there was something quirky about it. There was something that that was his thing that mm -hmm. he wore the same thing. Now I think Jason Manzukis, you wouldn't, you wouldn't know that he wears the same thing. He's doing it not to stand out, but I think there's something that makes it you stand out if you wear the same thing and you never have to think about it. Well, but, George Carlin did. Oh, I mean, I Carlin that. just wore a black T-shirt. Louis wore just a black T-shirt. What about the ponytail, though? George Carlin always had a ponytail. <laughs> Is that correct? You don't even think about it. I don't even think about his ponytail. I, That's how, like, manly. When and, like, I did the, an interview with the New York Times about that, I was like, I remember picking up my dad's books of George Carlin and just being like, who is this old man with a ponytail? Like, to me as a kid, he was the old man with a ponytail. And then growing up, you go, oh, I don't even see it. But it is, it was a thing to be like, to maintain some coolness. Well, I think the other That's thing when too he is when we, when we go, mm -hmm. George Carlin wore the same thing every time. We saw him on his special wearing that. Now, yes. now every time he performed in Tacoma, Washington, was he, he wearing- He did not wear the same thing every time. If you watch the documentary, he was, he had cool clothes. Like up in, but like his last few, he'd like, he found yeah. the thing I felt like. Yes. And then Louis wore a black t-shirt and jeans and like- Oh, um, there's been a couple other comedians. Steve Jobs always wore the same thing. Yeah, he's a great comic. I feel like he's pretty funny, but <laughs> he's funnier now. Um, but I, I do think, like, in my head, sometimes if I'm wearing the same thing every day and I see, you know, this, I go to the same bagel shop or whatever, they're going to be like, God, he's a dirty motherfucker wearing the same thing. But if every it looks clean, then I know, not a I know, motherfucker. I know. I know, but then you have to buy a lot of the same thing or wash it a lot. And people don't. <laughs> no, you just buy a lot of the same thing. Yeah. That's what I always do with, I have a pair of jeans from, the, and I've lent you some of those jeans, Noah, because I bought like so many pairs of them. Remember those? They're from The Gap. Mm -hmm. I bought like nine pairs of these jeans because I was like, they are perfect. I still have like three of them. I still have um, two. Yeah. They're <laughs> I the, don't fit into them. The, but I, I, I don't fit in them either. I bought all different <laughs> sizes and I don't fit in any of them. But um, yeah, when you find something good, get a bunch of it because- which I do. Man, I have like literally, I have like 12 than... Buckmates in black t shirts. Yes, yes, yes. This one has a pocket, one doesn't have a pocket. Yeah. One is this way, one is curved. But that, that kind of stuff does stress me out. I'm so overwhelmed with my, like, I'm getting women to come, you know, organize my place yes. for me and get me closets and stuff. Oh, they're but they're finally is, coming. They're coming in July, I think. And, um, but the idea of getting them, getting ready for them to come is a whole other issue. Like I don't, I have so much stuff. I, I want to do an estate sale where I have just people come by and just take stuff. I leave out everything I don't want anymore and they just come and take it. And no. that way I know it's not going in a dumpster. Or you can take it and throw it in a dumpster. Just don't tell me about it. Is there any part of you that is like I'm spending a lot of money. I don't need to prep for them to come. That's their job. Well, I do feel that way, but I have. They don't know where to put everything. Like I want. Oh, like, I thought you were giving them the reins. I thought I'm going to, but I. What I'm going to do is put different things in piles. Like this all goes in this room. There's a pile in this room, <laughs> but then there's stuff like, I don't know, like. But you're telling them how to organize. They know how to organize. I know, but maybe just I don't. But some I things love I want in my bedroom. <laughs> some things I want in the guest bedroom. Oh, okay, got you. You know, it's. And who knows if I'm going to, and then I'm going to have an assistant come and unpack me every week so I don't have to think about it. So then I don't know what I'm going to do with all my time. It's interesting because it's like you're spending a lot of energy and thought on organizing something that you could be. It's like when I used to cheat in college and I would spend so much time figuring out who I would cheat off of, becoming friends with someone to cheat off of and all this. I could just organize a, instead of fretting about organizing. 
I mean, I don't know if you, you couldn't you do it as well. You have to find a place to put it. No. It's not that yeah, easy. Yeah, this is the thing. It's Once it's done, then I have an assistant and who she'll know every place. Yes. And then I will get into town, roll my suitcases in and not, she'll do my laundry. And I mean, I know this sounds like very elitist and like, but it is. I will have someone <laughs> to do everything for me. Yeah. Hopefully. And I mean, once you get it going, it'll be a well-oiled machine, do you use, hopefully. Do you use uh, fabric softener? Like softening sheets? Yes. Do you know those, you leave a residue on your clothes and that's why they all look dingy? Oh. So you're not supposed to use those. You're supposed to put in white vinegar. White vinegar? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Don't oh. use red wine vinegar. I can see this going another way. <laughs> hey, look. <laughs> we got to go to break. What if it's red clothes? What is my new we'll red right outfit? Back. Andrew! Some say that I'm in the bloods or I'm in the crypts. But Wait, I really it sounds just... like a rap, dude. Huh? Wait, it sounds like a rap. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, the weather is getting a lot warmer, and so your wardrobe probably needs an update. I know mine does, and it's so hard when you want to buy new stuff because you want it to last a long time, you want it to look really good, and you want it to like stand the test of time in terms of like fashion. At least that's what I want. And so that's why I love Quince, because Quince is all about effortless fashion that looks chic and timeless year-round. I'm talking premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. Washable silk top. They have so many chic jewelry pieces like these globe boho hoops. I love those. You could just blindly click and end up with such wardrobe essentials. They're not wasting your time at Quince. I love the Quince um, dress I got. I'm trying to find it because I want to say the exact name of it, but it's like this long sleeve dress, but it's like a midi skirt. It's so cute. It's like silky feeling. It's just, I've told you about it before. Okay, there's so much cute stuff on here. I got to go and get back to the podcast, but you know what to do. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E Quince.com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother, all nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking.
Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Okay, we're back. Clean clothes without harsh chemicals. To clean your clothes with vinegar, put a half cup of distilled white vinegar in your washing machine's, machine's detergent compartment. You don't need to add other detergents. What? What? I don't know. So you... Oh, yeah. So soap buildup can result in blue or white streaks appearing on your clothing. It can also turn your white clothing yellow and cause dark clothing to fade. Vinegar can loosen soap buildup and prevent it from clinging to your clothes. Oh, man, I'm doing this. This might be the, my thing. Like, I always think all my clothes have... There's something dirty about me. Because everyone else's clothes always... might smell like always, vinegar. But I feel like it will wash <laughs> it out. I, I feel like that would be an issue they would address on here if that was a thing. As mentioned before, vinegar won't leave any smell on your clothes, but you can add a few drops of essential oils if you want your clothing to be fragrant. Okay. You can replace fabric softener with vinegar. It can soften fabrics. So you do everything with vinegar? Yeah, I just want my um <laughs> I just want my clothing to not be like have that like uh oh, I put on a pair of shorts yesterday, like uh sweatpants shorts. And they are like they're faded you know, that, that black faded that happens to sweatpants. Um, and then I had to get something out of my pocket and I went in the pocket and I pulled out the pocket so it's like, you know, out. Mm -hmm. And the pocket is this perfect black color, same fabric as the mm -hmm. outside, that has been protected from whatever the fuck is going on on the outside and you just, you see the potential of your clothes. And I was like, why can't that just stay that? I know. I'm trying to think. Well, I don't. I mean, I'm not one. But hand washing helps at times, depending on if it's delicate fabric. Yeah, but I feel like not I don't, putting you don't in as much. Smellies out. Whenever I know. you, whenever you put in, you know. No, not not put in as much. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm one to talk, but I would. You know, you're pushing it in to like get all the yeah, you and you're like, putting the colors well, and maybe the whites I made it together. All in, so it's definitely gonna work. Throw it on cold, and then you leave it in there. And it builds up mold. That's the other thing. Like, that's what I've done before with ADD. It's like, I'll leave, I'll just forget that I even ever put the clothes in. And then three days later, I've, I can't eat the trifecta meal. Yes. Yes. Did <laughs> no, you shave but, again? Yeah. 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 So this is your summer look or what's, what's summer going on? Summer look. Yeah. Yeah. I like yeah. it. Smooth. Smooth. Smooth and mustache. Keeping the mustache hard. Because last time you shaved, I feel like you left some stubble. No? Yeah. This is completely smooth. Completely it felt really good. Like, I haven't done that in a long time. And there's something to the process. A guy shaving their face, which, like, it does. I don't know. It makes you feel clean. It makes you feel like, oh, I'm here to present myself. Like, I feel, I don't know. It's just a nice step. It's meditative to do yeah. it. How long does it take you? 
Not that long. I re- but <laughs> I remember, you know, when you're a kid, you want pubic hair as a boy and, and you want to be hair. able to shave. Yeah. Just you want to be able to shave. Want to be able to shave. Got it. Because it just, I don't know, there's something I shave to my it. face now. I do it probably once a week. Right now it's coming in. I, f- I felt it the other day. Like I can feel stubble around my chin, but I, in the shower, yeah, will scrub my face with like conditioner when I'm bored because I'm just trying to take a longer, or I'm trying to let the conditioner set in on my hair or something and I'm bored. And I just, with my razor that I use on my legs, the hairies, the kind that boys yeah, get. Yeah, I, I have hairies too, yeah. I do my chin up to my cheek. Um, and sometimes I almost get a sideburn where I'm like, whoa, I'm getting a little too, because I don't use a mirror. I'm just yeah. kind of in there. I do this. Or I go like that. And I shave everything. And it, makeup goes on so smooth. And it's kind of fun because right now it's grown back. I think I shaved it on Saturday. So I can feel little like, little like pricklies. Not pricklies, but just little. It just feels like sandpaper almost. And then I'm going to get to shave it and it's going to be fresh. Like that's the fun part about shaving your legs or anything is like, you get a fresh feeling whenever yeah. you want it to like do to shave it. And there's something about leaving a where you have a nice balance of fresh and then, and then rugged, a little rugged. Um, I gotta leave my now. From now is on. there fear that it will come back thicker? Because that's no. a that's a why is that a wise yes. tale? Yeah, it's an old girlfriend's yeah. tale. That's yeah, an old that's girlfriend's just tale. I shave my nips. I shave my legs. I shave like <laughs> my leg hair doesn't come back thicker. My the. The hair on the mole on my ass does come back <laughs> with a vengeance. But that's always had like a long hair. Why do moles sprout like hairs that are like so annoying? Pocahontas. I think it's roots hair. in there or something. Yeah, there's something in there that it's just, it's black. I'm like, no hair on my body is this color. Um, they are so But I do long. like shaving uh, It's like a twin that never developed. Or your chin hairs, you know, yeah. you get those long ones. I mean, it's a thing. But yeah, shaving your face, I just never did that as a woman. Now it's like... They call it, it dermaplaning. I do that every yes. month and a half. I know. Isn't that... Do you go somewhere to do it, right? Yeah. What? what is, how do they do it differently? So, I mean, I have my eyes closed, but it's basically like the same wand that you might use to like shape your eyebrows. They just yes, go... Yes. <laughs> it kind of scrapes off the dead skin too. Yeah, it's great. And, and that's how I feel about your... so smooth. Exfoliated, yeah, yeah. Is there yeah. something that you tell yourself that it's like dermaplane versus I'm just grabbing a guy's razor, like it feels more feminine? Yeah, I mean, I think that's why they use that. Yeah, yeah. Instead, or they use um, microblading instead of tattoo eyebrows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like there's yeah. always like w- feminine ways, <laughs> but I think work. it is, it is a way to scrape off the dead skin cells along with the hair on your face because yeah, you don't realize you have a bunch of fuzz on your face and your make when you're wearing makeup and powder, it just sits on top of that and it adds a layer to your face that would be probably like ten pounds if you put on ten pounds. You know, like your face would expand mm-hmm. that minuscule of a, a hair amount. Not that it's bad to look like you've gained 10 pounds, but I'm just saying it just adds bulk to your face that you don't need. Yeah, Brenda Dermot played my eyebrows, which was nice. Went and shaved them. Yeah. Yeah, around. Yeah. I'm Yesterday? I'm worried that she's going to go too far, but she, I don't know. Yeah, you just take off the e- extras. Nothing of the extras and a bulky. little bit under. Yeah. yeah. Did yeah. she pluck it all? Uh, just a middle. Yeah, yeah. That's good to do. Who does your eyebrows? You no, to, one. no one. I don't do my eyebrows anymore. I used to do them religiously. Um, I just got eyebrow tint stuff, but I got the wrong color, so I tried to do that. Oh, yeah. Day. I used to tint them up. Yeah, I used to always tint. Tinting is great because it looks bad the first day. You look like Charlie Chaplin, but the rest of it, it's great. <laughs> oh, yeah. But my, my eyebrows are so blonde, and they like have... But I think they match your hair. Yeah, but I don't want them to. I want them oh. to be darker. Okay. 
it's for whatever reason. See, Noah's eyebrows are darker than her hair. See? Ah. Uh, it just looks better. Eyebrows have... To me. Since, uh, what's it, Cara DeLevine? DeLevine, yeah. Like, no one really talked about eyebrows. On, on women, that much, like, thick eyebrows yeah, came they, back. Yes, they did. Was it ever a thing before? Like, why did they get so thin for a while? I don't like, know. It was the ni- 90s, 2000s. <laughs> we just went crazy because I think, they, like... We were just like thin. We have to be thin everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Even like bushy eye. eyebrows was more masculine, I guess. Yeah. And we were like little petite eyebrows. I don't know why that was such a good look and that we actually all thought it looked good. Like we, it wasn't like it didn't look good and we just didn't know. It did look good to us. That's the weird thing about fashion trends or like attraction. Like the things you think are hot. It's not like you were blind to it in the 90s or that, that that outfit that you're looking at a picture of, that throwback. You're like, ew, what the fuck yeah. was I wearing? No one thought that was weird. We all agreed it was cool. It is interesting that it takes, all it takes is one insanely attractive person to lean into doing something different for people to go, that would be attractive on me. Like this mustache, like yes. a lot of people had a mustache. The Beatles all grew mustaches. Yes. So my dad had a must like mustaches ran wild. Long hair was the Beatles. They came. Yeah, and you're like, oh, I look like him. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's like, no, you're you're him, but the. Have you ever started something that you didn't take from someone else? Because mm. that's a hard thing to do. I've not. I don't think I've ever had the confidence to be like, I'm going to do this weird thing that no one else is doing. No. <laughs> I don't. I can't think of one time I mean, I've been completely original. Taylor Swift shirts as a 37 year old. I'm 38 now, but like. <laughs> Wearing consistent pink little girl Taylor Swift shirts is as a thing that I did not get from anyone. That I was like, this is not cool, but it's just what I want. Mm-hmm. Or I'm trying to think of anything else. Um, nose piercing when I got it, no one else was. It wasn't like I oh, yeah. got that idea from someone. I was just really like, I just think that's the place to get it where it won't scar. Um, I got this pierced for a little while, the top ear. But did someone else have that? No, not that I saw. Just we all went somewhere <laughs> during the summer. And I was like, Did oh. anyone else in your group get it up there? No, they were like, That's so dumb. You're an idiot. No, I, I think someone else got their someone else got an eyebrow. Oh yeah. Didn't you get an eyebrow? No. no Chris got an eyebrow once as what? a joke. What? Yes, as a joke. An eyebrow. And I'm Jesus. like, that is the most scarring place Who's you the joke always- on. He was just like doing, I don't know. He was just gonna show up in his like his mom. I don't know. And like- he went full piercing? Yes. I did not expect Chris to do that. Yes. I, I like that. That's insane. I know. I didn't expect it either. I was like, "Who's that? Where's that guy? Where's that guy taking <laughs> risks? Where's he? What's eyebrow piercing going to show up?" My dad did not love that earring. He was like, "I, I remember I started. I don't know. I was feeling sick coming back. I was uh, as a oh. counselor at camp, and he's like, "Yeah, your ear's infected." I was like, oh. "Are you sure? I think you might just be." Saying that for me to take the earring out, <laughs> like I think and then it was. It, was. Like, yeah, it probably was. He's probably right. Oh my god, those infections! I, I mean, I did. I got my ears pierced as twenty something, and uh, or no, in my thirties, and it got infected so bad. Even though I washed it, and like it's that's the only reason I won't get piercings now. It's like I don't want to deal with the infection and like cleaning it and how much it hurts when it gets infected and inflamed and like, oh, it sucks. <laughs> it is interesting, like taking chances. Uh, fashion-wise, uh, piercings, dyeing your hair. Like the when you get to a certain age where you're like, no, this is just the age where you're just this person. And then you get a little bit older, around like 60, and then you start dyeing your hair pink again. Like people take... Yes. Because they're out. Maybe they're living on like Because they're doing what they want Yeah, at that point. What, what is Luigi barking at? Luigi, I mean, no one's there. 
It'd be amazing if there was a guy there with a... With a machete, yeah. and we just get murdered on camera. <laughs> Luigi, can we just see what's there? What could be there? There's someone probably get, going in. Hey, there's someone here. Do you feel stupid yet? Come on, come back in. Come back in. You know what's there? Hey, wait. Come on. Do you feel dumb? You should. Nice try. Come on, get in. <laughs> nice guy? Come in July 14th. Speaking of, yeah. Yeah. F-Boy Island is back, baby. Perfect Strangers 2. <laughs> F-Boy Island 2 is back July 14th. Check out um, my Instagram to see the story of, like, you can meet the cast and see all the new cast members and uh, see a little promo clip. I'm going to put one up later today that, is, that involves me. That is not very flattering, but I'm going to put it up anyway because it's all they gave me. And let's get to the news. <laughs> You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. Oh, boy. It's Tuesday. You know what that means, folks? It is Tuesday. I hope you're having all the swells out there, apparently. We're apparently. having swells here. Things Luigi's are going having, well. Uh, conniption. Um, yeah. yeah. They gave me a clip of the show, and I'm just like... They did, They cut out me saying, God damn, which mm. makes the timing of the joke so much funnier. Because I say, you know, the girls are going to judge you as you walk across this, you know, you know... Uh, the girls are going to judge you solely based on your looks so you can see how it feels for once in your goddamn lives. Yeah. And they cut out goddamn so it just goes, so the girls are going to watch you walk and, and judge you by your looks um, so you can see what it feels like for once in your lives. And it just like comes out of, it's just like makes me look, the, the joke yeah. was it builds up to me being crazy. Yes. I go from a host, like the girls are going to judge you. <laughs> yeah. Goddamn is part of the progression of the joke. It's a part of the joke. People cut around my jokes all the time and I can't stand it. Like, mm -hmm. it makes me look insane like I feel right now because I watch this clip and I'm like, I don't want to clip. I don't want to post this now. If you weren't going to use me saying goddamn because the show is so precious that we can't offend <laughs> the religious right of saying goddamn, what are you going to go to hell? You're probably going to go to hell because you invented a show called F-Boy Island and you put it on your fucking platforms. Maybe that'll get you in hell. No. Were you saying God, having the host say goddamn? So they take out goddamn, so I just look, it takes away the joke. People don't understand jokes. I was watching on Instagram the, yesterday, and there was a great joke made by um, uh, Julio uh, Garotti. Garotti. Yeah. And it was such a good joke. The bros and, thing? Yeah, the bros I thing. I like that It's story a great joke, joke but yeah. guess what? The punchline was given away in the caption before he said it, and mm. so it took away from the funniness of it. They do this all the time. People... You're not funny, so leave editing. Editors, shout out to editors. You need to be funnier. <laughs> you need to not put, don't take out things. But this wasn't an editor's fault. This was HBO going, we can't have her say goddamn in a, in a clip. This is and like I get what your it. parents like, did. This is yes. kind of like how you shushing started the show, the shushing. I can Im only imagine what they thought of the promos we did. <laughs> I mean, that day. yeah, well, that I, I just I just saw a lot of this happen on my e-show. I see it happen all the time, unless it's my stand up special where I get to control what gets taken out. They will suck. You can never judge me based on how I'm be being funny on a show that I didn't edit. Please don't, because I promise you I was funnier than it ended up because there are so many things on Welcome Home, Nikki Glaser, question mark, that I'm like. What does this even mean? I, We're doing a callback so. to something that you didn't even do the setup for. So we look insane. Yeah. Do you not understand? You can't put a ham drip. 
slash callback to a joke that you didn't allow the audience to see the setup of. A callback, the only way it can exist is that if it has its first part to, you can't do the end without the beginning. What are you doing? So it just makes us look fucking insane. It happens over and over and I, I don't know how to control it. It, it, the, you know what it, the control the is? Way to control. No more c- callbacks. No more callbacks in yeah. any reality. T- I'm, next time we do the show, I'm not doing callbacks. I'm not, I'm not, it's not the editor's fault. It's not E's fault. It's not the showrunner's fault. It's no one's fault. They just don't have enough. It's time's fault. It's advertiser's fault because they don't have enough time to include the setup. Yeah. And the callback is easier. It's easier to cut around the setup. Than the callback. Oftentimes, when callbacks are just put in and then not setups, it's an it's a lazy choice, but it's true because these people aren't being paid enough, probably, to go. Okay, well, we need to cut out two seconds of this. Oh, well, that little joke at the beginning. Well, okay, now that you cut that little joke at the beginning, the end part where I say, and you know, his shoes weren't on, it makes no. I look like an insane person. It makes me look insane so much more than I am, and I'm insane when you take out <laughs> goddamn. <laughs> Listen to this. Can I just play it for you? How insane I sound. This is this is the clip. And it's hard, HBO, I, I love you. Like... Keep giving me jobs, but like, come on, guys. Let's let's all work together <laughs> to work not together. to not take out funny stuff. Like Noah, you are good about knowing comedy and knowing when things need to be like all the clips that we do from the show i've never once been like oh she cut her like she didn't they didn't cut this right i know you don't do the cutting yourself but you tell them what to make yeah i mean but that's because i i listen to you and and i i take in the information and i understand what it is that you like i want to say yeah yeah go ahead no no please you i was gonna say that i got to see you guys this weekend and we were hanging out in the green room and it was maybe like five minutes before the show started, like 10 minutes before the show started. And you and Andrew and Anya, you're like, okay, let's come up with like Phoenix specific jokes. Mm-hmm. I I just, my mind was blown at how quickly you did it. Everything was so funny <laughs> and like so relatable, especially like me being from this area now and like understanding how much like that joke is going to hit. I was yes. so thoroughly impressed. I just want to say... That's it was so definitely nice. a highlight for me. That that is something that I would like to put on the reality show if we do it again. Of like those I've been doing yeah, those when so I go to a town, good. I just look up interesting facts and I literally do it ten minutes before showtime. <laughs> we should it's tell them on here sometimes, or I maybe know. make it a segment. Man, I wrote like if we're we going wrote somewhere. So many fucking good ones that it was the most fun. It's the most fun thing for me to do on the road. And yeah, we had some good. What did we say? Um, I said. My my favorite one the was where we were in pit. Saguaro. That oh was, yeah, there was a cactus called a saguaro. <laughs> and and I forget what I would spell, but in Phoenix, if you cut down a, a cactus, you get twenty five years of prison in prison, uh, up to twenty five years in prison. Uh, this protected cactus called a saguaro, and and Noah was the one who told us about it. And she was like, "But it's pronounced saguaro because it's spelled different, right? Yeah, it's, differently. Mm-hmm. It's like S E G U A R O." Yeah, and she was like, "No, it's Saguaro," and so I wrote down Saguaro, and I was like, "Okay, I'll just say that I remember that by by that's um, that's how I that's what I sound like when I have a penis in my mouth and I go Saguaro," <laughs> and that's and, yes. and Noah loved that. <laughs> um, uh, and then we came up with like, if you chop down that cactus and you get twenty five years in prison, like people just sharing like what they're in for, like, dude, what are you in for? He's like, great, and you're like, what about you? He's like. 
murder and you're, he's they're like what about you and you're like I just had to have a cactus man yeah <laughs> and then andrew added you should have seen what it was wearing <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> also something like how sharp it was like i don't know was holding a sharp knife. No, I don't know. I forget what something was sharp. There was something with cactuses. Like, always look like you're saying, "Put your hands up." Like they yeah, always they have, like, do. Yes. They do. They're like, oh, I didn't do anything, man. I didn't do anything. They're so defensive. <laughs> they are. It's yeah. like, what were you up to, cactus, with your sunglasses on, doing a boogie woogie? Oh wait, that's the one you buy at Walgreens. That would be like they're the skunk. Ada. They're the skunk of trees. No, not skunk. Uh, fuck. What's the porcupine of trees? Oh, yeah, they are. The porcupine, that's got to suck to like always have that on your back. <laughs> I think I think they they shoot them out so like they don't Oh, they're they, not they always exposed. You. Yeah, it's like the stingray. Like you think if you touch a stingray, mm-hmm. it's like going to stab you just from being touched, but it has to like shoot it out. Oh, I just got a th- memory of a catfish this kid Jason Ultra stepped on and it went right through his foot. Oh god. Oh, that's Florida. And they're going to judge you solely based on your looks, just so you can see how it feels for once in your life. Oh, yeah, that's bad. Once in your goddamn lives. Yeah, it's yeah. goddamn, you need yeah, the buildup. It felt like maybe because like you, you're angry. It, it, hits, yes. it hits more that it's not there because of the rant you just went on, but I also do feel like you can no, feel No, I it. don't even want to post it because it makes people are going to go, this host sucks. And it's like the joke. You need. I know that seems so inconsequential. That goddamn, but it allows the ramp. It's funny to see someone go from like I'm a host to yes. like losing their mind. But if it happens in one word, it doesn't make sense. No. If you see the progression, it's like over, you have Tourette's. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, and that's it. Looks a little Tourette's anyway, but it needs that goddamn. But it's just like I'm just just don't even put the joke in. Then put something else in. I just can't. I can't deal with it. Um, and that's why I can't watch anything I do. It's because it just ends up in the hands of people that are just trying to do their job and and follow network instructions of like we need to cut this down this is too much that's gonna offend this per- people but the word goddamn which i know they cut not for time because promos don't need a time limit they cut it because of the christian right um that is so stupid and hypocritical you're doing a show <laughs> called f boy island i think you can put in but it's not fuck i should have said g damn yeah yeah exactly I said g damn yeah, that would have yeah. been different all right let's get to the news <laughs> gosh darn gosh darn that would <laughs> what if they yeah what if they uh put in a different voice in there it would have been fine if they would have had me go hey can you just put in like uh, God, good darn. Good like darn. if I would have said something, like I could have done a voiceover for it. I don't Suck. know. It's just they just make choices because guess what? It's not. It's not going to affect viewership. It's just going to affect people if they want to see me on that show again, which I wouldn't. And then the promo for the F boy, I'm not in it at all. Yeah, so I, I, that I feels great that. too. Thanks, HBO Max. Max, the guy right. that looked at my vagina yesterday. <laughs> Call back. You don't have to be there. Hand grip. <laughs> Out of context. Just put that. Don't listen to yesterday's just episode. Put just that so, yeah. As the clip. Yeah, and then set up the clip about. <laughs> but throw goddamn I'm in not there, mad at, Max. That's so funny. I'm like scared now that HBO is gonna give me a job because I insulted them. But um, if you don't give me a job because I'm mad about that, then that's on you. It's stupid. If anything, they'll probably give you more work. <sighs> yeah, I negged them hard. Yeah, you All got right, them. Let's get to the news. Okay, want to get one <laughs> news story in? Yes. All boom, right. boom, boom, boom. Okay, say goodbye to Internet Explorer. Microsoft plans to retire the web browser tomorrow, 27 years after its first launch back in 1995. 
Isn't that what we... No, we have Safari. Internet Explorer with the E. Yeah. The blue yeah, E so with the little rocket coming out of it. So here's, here's some reminders of 1995. Ready? Uh, the, Friends. The Billboard year-end Hot 100 singles for 1995 coming in at number one. Any guesses? Uh, Hootie and the Blowfish. Um, only want to be with you. Andrew? Cheryl Crow. Uh, so Santa Monica Boulevard. Where was I? That was high school, sophomore year. No way. Yeah. Really? Or freshman year. Oh, wow. Fuck, freshman okay, well, this year. One, oh, Verve. Verve. The e- Verve. It's Gangsta's Paradise by Coolio. <sighs> oh, wow. That okay. was the year. And then uh, Waterfalls and Creep come in at number two and three. So TLC had a very good year. Oh, yeah, they uh, did. Oh, Clueless was released in 1995. Oh, my God. It was the best. The most iconic so movies. So iconic. And the so show funny. sparked a sexy preppy trend of shortened tartan skirts, fitted blazers, collared shirts, argyle, and over-the-knee socks. That's and we little pens saying. with like little, uh, little oh, the furry, furry things on the end. And saying yes. as if. And I'm still baked. What? You remember that scene? You always reference that scene. And I, I love never it. remember it. <laughs> it's always my favorite. Wait, what scene. is it? What is the scene? <laughs> that almost ruined my high. I'm still baked. They're at the party, mm-hmm. and Faison comes in. Isn't that his name? Wait, wait who uh-huh. says I'm still baked? Donald Faison. She does. Sha- I don't know who she the is. The main girl, the okay, main Cher. character. Okay. Cher. Yeah. They come so, in. They get in a horrible fight Ty, right after they smoke Ty weed. That almost ruined my buzz. And she yeah. goes, "I'm still baked." Yeah. Why is "I'm still baked" funny? I don't. Be, I don't know. It's just a funny like line to me. But is it funny now, or was it funny as a kid? Because there's nothing. T- there's so many other lines in that are funny. But nah. saying "I'm still baked" after someone <laughs> says, "I almost lose my buzz," that's being like. Oh, I'm not hungry anymore. I'm still hungry. Like, what's funny about that? It's just something. It's just so. No, I know. It's just so cheesy. It's like, it's. It reminds me of like when I, uh, uh, like my friends opened up a liquor cabinet and I was like, "Hey, Jim Beam's over there," and they like that line. They like destroyed me for because oh, it's just such a. It's just it's like a kind of line. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, that makes sense. Of Jim just trying Beam's to see over there, like pointing out one liquor, Wait, you, like the one you yeah, knew. Yeah, ah, yeah. You are so good. I'm so <laughs> glad your friends trashed you about that. Uh, we were good at pointing out I, like I just, shit like that. You know that 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 shot from the Sunny D commercial where it's inside the refrigerator. That's the shot I want to see of you and your friends going through the liquor cabinet <laughs> and them like kind of sorting through, and they're like, "Oh, we got this over here," and you go. Jim Beam's over there and then they all stop and just yeah, turn around yeah. and look at you in the corner going yeah. Jim Beam's over there oh really that's exactly what happened dude that's it was so very funny. embarrassing and yeah anyhow, I watched that Sunny how. D commercial last night because it was on Reddit on mm-hmm. like a nostalgia thing and the one where they're like grape like purple stuff soda oh Sunny D and it's in the back and there are teenage boys that are genuinely like thir- in their 30s in this commercial and they get so then they're all out by the pool drinking the Sunny D and one of them finishes it mm-hmm. and they almost attack this kid like he's going to be like, I'm really worried about this kid's safety, how, how mad they are. And then the mom pops out of nowhere and goes, I got some more. And they're like, oh, you came in right into the clutch, Mrs. Oh, before S. they were going to beat this kid. I mean, it is so <laughs> funny how angry. I literally was watching it being like, why would they have this? This looks violent because all the kids are like getting ready and they're adult men. Being teenagers, I gotta show it to you. It's so funny. Pull up that like for your own sake, whatever you remember of that Sunny D ad. If you if you remember what I'm talking about, it is so much more violent than. <laughs> what was the other thing? Your mom's got 
Not Chef Boyardee. Your mom's got stovetop. That blew up. Oh, Stove I don't remember that. Really? No, I remember. No, do you remember got, that? Just mom's yeah. always coming in and like, yeah. guys, like hamburger I helper got it. Hamburger helper. No, I <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm alone here, but I remember stovetop being I bet huge. that is one. I mean, that was such a trope in 90s. Oh, your mom's got this. Like the mom comes <laughs> yeah. in and it's yeah, just like, yeah, and yeah. she saves the day and she's like, I'm a good mom. And everyone's like, yeah, you are. Yeah. I want to find the Sunny D ad because I want you to watch it and have a reaction video. Sunny D commercial. In the Purple meantime, stuff. Tommy yeah. Boy also came out in 1995. Oh, God. I watched that the other day and it was so freaking so good. good. I can't even stand it. Oh. When he goes, I'm not baked anymore. Oh, my God. Okay, so just watch this part, Andrew. Just press play. This is when the boys finish it and they start attacking their friends. Oh, God. <laughs> we got to play it. One, when one boy finishes it. Don't they look like they're about to like disembowel him? I mean, it was so quick. I thought it was gonna be. Go like... back. Go back. Wait. Wait. <laughs> they look like they're about to hurt him. I was worried for his safety. If I was a director of that commercial, I'd say. Hey, can we tone down the attack I of would, the boy? I, I'd amp it up. It seems like he's going to get bullied to death yeah, for he, finishing the Sunny D. Do you remember Sunny D, how disgusting it was? Yeah, Sunny It, it hurt yeah. to swallow. I'm trying to think what it tastes like. Someone it's said like, it tasted like gasoline, and it was like, yeah. It's like if orange it juice. It like vomit, like the aftertaste. It was bad. It was bad. It's like if OJ, if OJ committed more murder. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my guitar teacher is here. That's who was here. Fuck. Oh, fuck. I forgot. Okay. You want to pause? Shit. No, this was 20 minutes ago. Oh, fuck. Um, uh, I was doing my podcast. Oh, hey, Luigi, you were right. Luigi was right all along. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, I will pay you double for this one. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. Oh, not writing things down on my schedule. I just can't do this anymore. If you were a guitar teacher and you showed up to a lesson, they weren't there. Would it be good to, if they paid you double? Yeah, I'd be like. That, that makes up for it, right? Yes. Okay. And then some. I think it right? depends on the person. He also doesn't have to hear you yeah. play. I mean, it's great. Yeah, that's a good thing too. So but just <laughs> lugging over his guitar and like spending time. Dude, if I was dog walking and someone didn't answer and I waited five minutes and then they paid me double, I, and then I go do whatever the fuck I want. It's not like he's out there being like, oh, oh no. <laughs> you know, he's just living his life. Well, like, he did hear me go, oh, no one's here, Luigi, you fucking idiot. <laughs> like, he heard me mock my uh, talk. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, does he have a machete? But we have, and the we, guy's like, I don't have a machete. The reason we couldn't hear him through the door probably was because we have headphones on. And so I couldn't hear maybe a real sound that was happening out in the hallway. God, I'm such an idiot. He should have strummed. Uh, you should have strummed. Hook it up to an amp next time. Okay, do we have one more story? I have a very funny story that I saw that I was telling oh, Noah yeah, Andrew, about. Andrew, with international news, take it away. <laughs> so, did you see the elephant story recently? That It's all over. Oh, my God. It's so sad. So, this elephant trampled a woman to death, then went to her funeral and trampled her again. I mean, that is... It is... It's so sad because I read about this and I was reading about how this woman was just filling, like going to the fucking ravine to fill yes. up to get water, to get drinking water. And this happens a lot of times in India where the elephants, they're like 
constantly in fear of elephants, like trampling them. So Ugh. this woman who was just trying to get drinking water, which we're like, I don't know. This water tastes bad. It's not smart water. We were water. just complaining about Sunny D. They would yeah. love Sunny D then. And this woman gets trampled to death. She does nothing. And then this elephant <laughs> crashes her funeral, pulls her out of the funeral pyre, oh whatever God. it is, and then proceeds to trample her again. Like I mean, what did it, what were they, what was the beef? It reminds me of like, not that I ever saw Godzilla, but I feel like maybe it's something like that where the, <laughs> the, the monster or whatever falls in love with the woman. Oh, Even you think it was a death. love thing? Oh, love oh did you ever? Do you remember that story with the tigers at the zoo? The guys mocked them, were mocking yes, the and tigers. Then they came out and, and found them. Yes, like two miles away. And elephants never forget. Yes. I mean, honestly, they don't. But there must have been something about that woman. Either something, some maybe it was some like beef they had in a past life or something. Or, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't want to say that. Did she what, finish the sunny D? She was blamed for it. Yeah, she finished the sunny D in the past life. Dude, it's honestly what they uh, were about to do to that boy. I it's mean, so sad. It made me so sad to read it. At first it was just like, whoa, this is crazy. But then I just kind of thought about all yeah. these people oh. who just to get water, to get drinking water, to get bathing water, they have to be scared that maybe a fucking hippo or a, a elephant might trample them to death. Can you fucking imagine? Like, it, it just made me like so sad. At first I was like, oh, this bitch probably hurt this elephant and was, <laughs> you know, a, t- a circus tamer or something. Like, I wanted the story to be vengeance. Oh, yeah, yeah. From like getting abused. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't. It was just this poor woman trying to get water. So it was yeah. a bummer. Hippos but it, fuck people up. Uh, hippos kill everyone. Fuck with a Hippos are the most dangerous animal. Yeah. Because people underestimate their speed underwater, especially. Watch a hippo run underwater. Dude, it is so fast. It's wild. Oh I just God. saw a hippo take on like three lions. And I was like, who are these guys? They're, and their teeth are hilarious. They look like rocks in there. I know. Hungry, hungry they never make have... you think they're just going to stay in one place and just like lunge forward and just eat. It makes me marbles. feel like I could lose a few more teeth and be fine. Yeah, they're cool. Thanks, and hippos. Look, yeah, thanks, hippos. Okay, <laughs> let's, uh, and thanks, HIPAA, the, the the contract I signed yesterday yeah, so that Max. Max can't talk about me, but I can talk all about Max. <laughs> How did his dick look in those pants? <laughs> Max. <laughs> let's take a quick break and come back with Why Do I Care? Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, 
Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Oh my God, you guys. I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram Reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they are all over the country, 150 cities in Canada, the US and the UK. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop-ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's freaking good he said hi nikki i'm here heading up now i'm outside your door i knocked a bunch of times heard voices and a dog barking not sure if we're on today let me know either way thanks what was i just gonna say he's like oh she's practicing oh (laughs) so okay we're back let's do why do i care why do i care Wait, did you just say that my guitar teacher thought I was practicing because he heard dog bark, guitars barking, and voices? Yes. <laughs> listen to me. <laughs> I did listen. It took me a second, dude. Why did it take Sometimes so it's like, well, How about OJ, but more ceiling. murder? You missed that joke. OJ, but more murder. Describe yeah, me Sunny. Yeah, really D. funny. It's like OJ, but more murder. It's so funny. Yeah. But your fucking guitar teacher ruined it. That's so funny. All right, so wait, so wait. So did you... (laughs) (laughs) Max Rip. Wait, wait. Why do I care? Wait, why do I care? Okay. (laughs) So gentle. So I don't even know why I said that. Why do I care? (laughs) Who cares? Eric Dane, who plays Uh, a a closeted gay character on Euphoria and was also known as McSteamy from Grey's Anatomy, tells mm-hmm. Andy Cohen that his DMs are filled with dick pics and dirty messages from guys despite oh, being straight 
and that he has a hard time finding dates because he's not an app guy. Oh, Eric uh, Dane. Let's take a look at what he looks like. I mean, like. he's insanely handsome. He's and he has hard time finding is he, is he a, a dad on the show? Yeah, he's a he's a gay dad who's an alcoholic who has sex with like teenagers. Like so transsexual goes, teenagers and then he gets uh, caught. Oh, yeah, I remember McSteamy. He tells Andy, I get lots of dick pics. No. That's so then, him? And then, yeah. That's what he wore to the premiere of Euphoria? That's not the best photo of him. No, it isn't. He looks like he's um, at a, a, a costume event. It like looks where like he's, someone magneted. He looks like his, Ricky Martin. Like a magnet mustache, Who needs it? to go to rehab. Um, okay, so... Okay, so oh, he, he used to be married to Rebecca Gayhart. They had a threesome that they filmed. I remember that. That was so hot. Oh, him yes. and two girls or two guys? Yeah, two room? girls. Him and his wife and a girl. Okay, go on, Noah. Sorry. All right, so he told Andy, he's like, I've seen a lot of ugly penises. I've seen a lot of pretty ones. Yeah. And then he says, I feel, I feel like I don't ever meet women because, look, I'm not a dating app guy. And I think that's kind of the where the majority of meeting happens on these dating apps, the various Rias, Tinders, whatever. He yeah. goes, I'm I'm from the 90s, man. I'm more of a like, hey, how are you kind of person. Yeah, you got to get over that, Eric Dane. Like, it's app time now. Like, you're ordering food on apps, <laughs> and maybe you're not. You're ordering your your clothing and, and, and your <laughs> time necessities to order on apps. A girlfriend. <laughs> it's where it's happening. You just got to give in to the apps. Like, give him a try. Get on Raya. That guy will clean up on Raya. I mean, that guy... Yeah, I'm sure in between 30 dicks, there's great tits. Like, I'm sure he's also getting hit on a shit ton. Granted, it's fans, but. Yeah, that's, I don't know. It's That's that's tough. I mean, I just think that people that go, I'm not a nap guy. I'm just tired of hearing that because it's like, you got to evolve with the times. Like, things are different now. You can't. Yeah. It's creepier to go up to a woman at a grocery store and just go, hey, you like cereal too? Like, that's just not going to. Yeah, send I'm, a dick I'm a pic in real life. Serial killer. Yeah, that's it's, weird. Yeah, just giving a Polaroid of a dick pic, t- passing it to a woman in line Showing at TSA. Dick in, at the Whole Foods. Yeah, be like, what are you still getting times. dick pics? Are you still getting? Yeah, I, but I I rarely unblur something. You know, okay. everything that gets sent to me is blurred, and I rarely like spend the time because you have to like click it and then click again and then approve it, and it's like. I don't think any like unless it's a, a bestie who's like, hey, I thought like I thought saw this and thought of you, and it's like. And now guys are going to send me that. I saw this and thought Whoops. of you, bestie. Like, oopsie, that's going to be a way. But um, I can just yeah, usually, yeah. if it's a girl's account, Need I can one usually tell it's not going to be a dick. Need one ticket in a wheelchair. And, and I don't mind dick pics. Honestly, I think it's so hilarious that someone would do that and think that that might work for me or something. Like, no woman just craves a random dick. It's such a weird thing that men are just, that's where you go. That man is... Um, completely self-centered and has no ability to have empathy because if he had any idea how women think, he would know that we don't think like you do. He's thinking like, he's thinking women think the same way. If a woman sent me a picture of her pussy, I would love it. So let me do this and she'll love it. That's a guy who doesn't know what, consider that other people might have different desires. It's a bad sign. It's pretty funny when it's like, so I'm either going to write like, what you up to? Or send my dick. I, yeah. It's one or the other. Yeah. I, what, what am I going to do? I mean, there's no like, what else I'm not an app guy. <laughs> I'm not an app guy, but I'm a show my dick works. guy. Last night, um, Chris came over and we were just like. Eyebrow Chris? Yeah. The, the one with the cool eyebrow <laughs> ring from 25 years ago. Um, he still has a scar. I'm not going to 
not gonna, no big deal. Damn, but, um, with dog fight? First nah. of all, people think we're engaged because of the reality show. People really did not see that. They thought that when he got down on one mm. knee and gave me a ring, for some reason, again, I didn't watch the finale. I watched it last night. Is there any, is it confusing? Did they try to purposely make it look like we're g- getting engaged? I mean, he got on a knee and gave you yeah. a ring. But was there context, be- of- like what the ring was about? Did he pull out like a fake ring? Because no, that ring was like uh, a fake. The ring, I, that wasn't really discussed. It was, exactly. I yeah. saw the clip and I go, they tried to, they, they didn't yeah. give the context of the ring, which is, a, I believe it was a joke. And we definitely were like, let's do a fake ring. And no, it looked like you were holding, like, it looked gold. Yes. Yeah. So I don't yeah. remember what it was specifically. I think I took it off my finger and was like, give it to me. It felt very much like a proposal yes, that wasn't. It be- did. And it was like at the last second go, which is a, that's a fucking prank. Like that, like on a girl that you've been dating for. This- oh, but I knew he was going to no, do No, no, you knew. But I'm saying as a viewer watching it, like it, it didn't come off like. I knew. Yes and no, but not like. It wasn't very clear again, cut. It's just con- watching context. It. I will never ever judge someone from a reality show ever again because my mom is like, Nikki, I'm getting all these calls about you and Chris. My friends have all these opinions, and I go, they're based off of a show that does not show the truth. Like it, it's it's <laughs> based off of little moments with no context. A lot of times, it doesn't mean it's not entertaining. It doesn't mean that you didn't see every moment yeah. was actually a real moment, but. I don't need your unsolicited advice about my relationship based on two minutes of it you saw on a show. It's like getting unsolicited dick pics. And your reality show, like that's a scripted show. People think. My reality show. Like your reality. So that guy was getting dick pics from a scripted show because people think he's gay. People really think this is your life. You're getting. It is. But it's just, Mm -hmm. I just realized that so many times I form opinions about people from 22 minutes of their life that I see. And I really do have strong opinions about you, you should pick him. You shouldn't pick him. Bachelorette or like, oh, Paige, why are you dating this guy at the summer house? Like, I know. Yeah. And the thing is, you don't know. And it was so funny to hear my mom and tell me like all of her friends. And she was giving me advice like it was like real advice. Like, well, my friend Susan says, you and Chris, I don't think it should work. And I go, are you presenting this to me? Like I should consider her advice based on what she saw of my life. Like I would never in a million years let this woman dictate any kind of, it was just, and she goes, well, three of my friends think you should stay together and three think you should. And I go, I don't need to hear any of this. What is this? This is your focus group. And my mom literally said that. And then she wrote me yesterday. She goes, I had three calls thinking you got engaged. And I'm like, that I I knew that they made it look like that because they needed to make it look like something. Mm-hmm. But no, it was a fake proposal that was I was in. It, I was in on it. I knew about it. Um. So yeah, what was I gonna say about Max? Oh yeah. So last night when he came over, it was really fun because um we were like you know just just canoodling on the couch, just kissing, and I was like, another man saw my vagina today. I just need to be honest with you about that. And he kind of got like what? And I was like, his name is Max, and. He works he for UPS. He was a student teacher. Oh, yeah. He was a med student. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he works for UPS, but he's also a med student. Like, yeah, I could have given all the details. Yeah, and he'd yeah. be like, what the fuck? Yeah. So wait, so you said he was a third-year med student, which actually sounds like a yeah, hot, was, eligible bachelor. Yeah, and I was like, Max definitely saw my vagina. And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, <laughs> I thought it was a girl when I proved it. And then Max came in, and I couldn't like not have like send him away. And he was like, it doesn't, it doesn't make me feel any, I was like, sorry if that like killed the vibe. He goes, no, I just didn't do anything to the vibe. Like he was like, he was unaffected by it, but it was, I was just trying to be funny. He did think it was funny though. Okay. Let's go to Reddit. And it would be funny if you were like, and I let Max because he was so hot. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. like the, they I was going to send him guy. away, but then I let him stay because we just had a vibe. <laughs> All right. A let's get to Reddit dump. <laughs> All righty, let's get to it. Okay, so this was from the subreddit Weird. It says, my husband, she's 36, he's 41, has some disturbing requests for after he's passed away. This one is really bizarre, and I'm sorry ahead of time. My husband of 12 years has some medical problems recently. The topic about end-of-life plans came up, and I asked if he wanted to be buried. He didn't want that, nor did he want to be cremated. My husband wants me to have his skull taken from his body. Sorry. His skull taken from his body and cleaned. Then he wants the skull put on a mantelpiece in the living room. The rest of his body he wants sent to one of those places that makes the gems out of bodies. I didn't know those places exist. And made into two blue diamonds. He then wants those gems to be put in the eye sockets of the skull to look like eyes. Then he can, quote, watch the family home and be, quote, be passed down through the generations. I love it. Wow. That's so thoughtful. I like it. It's a little bit creepy, but I totally believe in i would love to have my skull be passed through instead of some urn with my ashes and be like this is grandma's skull that is so cool yeah i could see that i could see having a nice skull on the wall we put animals on the, we put everything on the wall i want to get a uh, marion why don't we stuff you and throw you on the wall i'll i'll put you in my living room if, I, if you I die would, before i would me. do my skull would you take my skull? I don't know. I, I want do it. your whole face. I want to stuff no, everything. No, no, it already looks stuffed. Because what if, what if it? <laughs> <laughs> it would look like me in the morning. I know it would because those no, never I'd put look makeup good. on you. No, I, my head would be in a jar in a formaldehyde. And it would be kind of puffy, like I just woke up. It would have like an imprint of the eye mask I was wearing. She's a jar. Okay, this is. The- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god my guitar teacher's here okay is so, he here for real no 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 oh. but i was just interrupting a good oh. joke with my guitar teacher again ham drip double double ham drip <laughs> turkey turkey tears okay so this is from <laughs> ask men and the question is if you could change one thing about your penis what would it be and i thought oh it's gonna be size yeah question. um someone said it's erect status would be 100 percent under my conscious control uh remove the scars and the corresponding scar tissue oh um, that makes 10 speed vibration, someone said. That's a good one. Oh. I wanted to be able to shoot out a laser capable of cutting steel. It should be controllable and not like Cyclops from the X-Men. No ball hair. Why so many? I have not seen this much before. Edit. Holy fucking hell, this is like double hours. I don't know what that said. Okay, so someone said no ball hair. I mean, someone said, I'm 51. I wish it worked like I did when I was 14. Mm. Yeah. What would you change about your... You would add like a half an inch, you said? I mean, if we're... And add whatever we want. Yeah, add whatever you want. I mean, don't go too crazy. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna make my dick be able to fly. That'd be pretty cool, though. <laughs> <laughs> Frequent, like, uh, like let like him do plane. his own thing. Oh yeah. You know, sometimes it's annoying to have a dick all the time. A removable, a detachable. Yeah, a removable one. dick. Yeah. That I always kind of when I used to be obsessed. When I die, with will penises. you keep my dick on your <laughs> wall? Yeah, can I take the skull of your dick? <laughs> I'll just yeah, I'll take one of the um oh my god to have any <laughs> kind of like, if I kept on what if you uh, had, you really did pass down your penis in formaldehyde. I would hope you'd keep it. I would not want that. What I did used to want when I used to be kind of like more of a adventurous whore. And and uh, not even adventurous whore. You know how girls do molds of their boyfriend's penises yeah, so that they yeah. can like make a toy of it? I wanted a stuffed animal of my boyfriend's penis. Oh, okay. Because I just wanted to take it on the road and like cuddle with it and like have it look the same. I think there's some, there's something to be, there's an industry for that. Well, you know what I think could be a great industry? You make it a train, but you don't say it's his dick. I'd love a train. 
I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good target. Uh, no, but the, the no, but like make don't make it so obvious it's a dick, but you know it's his dick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, but I want it to be the same color and like, but I want it to have like a smiley face. All right, like, add, be add wheels to it. Okay, <laughs> so this is from White People Twitter, and it's just a tweet from a girl named Meg Monroe, and it says, "Imagine if a woman had to orgasm in order to get pregnant by a man. There would be like eleven people in the world." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait. Oh, a woman had to. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like in order to make yeah. a baby, a woman had to orgasm. Just to say that there would be 11 people is such a funny number. Yeah, it's a good number. It really made me um, LOL. And then this is from No Stupid Questions. Uh, it's also was reposted in the subreddit Suspiciously Specific, which is one of my favorite subreddits. Final thought. So she sa- they say, can come accumulate in the sink drain. <laughs> Let's oh. say hypothetically someone in our household came into the sink every day for the past two months. Would the cum gather up in the bottom somewhere? Let's also say hypothetically some workers were to perform maintenance on the sink. Would they suspect anything? <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. Okay. Keep going. Is it more hypothetical? So no, it's just. I love a hypothetical making- when it's about you. Uh, and I think it would. It would definitely clog up you think so yeah have you ever come in a jacuzzi a guy come in a jacuzzi it doesn't go anywhere it just turns into like no like you came in a jacuzzi who hasn't i think most of our listeners or a bathtub well i've never i don't have come like men come yeah well i've come in a bathtub yeah and it just floats it just floats coagulated island yeah it turns into those like dinosaur (laughs) things Okay, here's a funny response. People on Reddit are so fucking funny. Like, usually the top response, that's Daniel Burson from um, the Alabama Boys episode. He's a huge bestie now, and he's getting into Reddit because of my obsession with Reddit. And he was like, do I need to just do it? And I'm like, yes, it's oh, it's the funniest people commenting on the funniest stuff. Because all the top comments are like the funniest ones. And someone said, it's better to come in the sink than to sink in the cum. That's true, <laughs> That's man. a funny line. Yeah. Okay, so, um, and today, I... I am obsessed with Jeff Goldblum right now. Obsessed. <laughs> Love him so much. Never really was like a huge fan. Taylor from the podcast last week or yeah. Um, the Thief? For two weeks. Taylor the Thief, the hobo thief. <laughs> she was always in love with Jeff Goldblum, like in love with yeah. him in high school. And I never understood it. But he is on Conan, uh, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend podcast uh, last week. And it is such a, he is so endearing. He is so lovely. And so this is a tweet from Chris Kelly, who was actually on our show, Noah, um, you up. He was promoting, um, what's the show where that, that little boy becomes a star and his, his two siblings are like less famous and it's on, I think it's on HBO Max now. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. I won't remember it, but he's the younger boy. It's two people from SNL wrote this show about, and Molly Shannon plays the boy's mom and his name is Chase Dreams on the show. Mm -hmm. Oh, the other two. It's called the other two. The other two. Okay, yes. Because it's the other two siblings. So anyway, this is Chris Kelly. This is his Twitter. This is from him. And this is from the subreddit Made Me Smile. And it says, someone once introduced Jeff Goldblum to me at a party by saying, this is Chris Kelly. And he exclaimed, oh my God, of course. I couldn't believe it. He knew who I was. Then he proceeded to say, my God, of course, to every person he was introduced to. I love Jeff Goldblum. (laughs) That made me happy because Jeff isn't one of these Hollywood people being like, nice to see you. Mm -hmm. Which if you don't know, in Hollywood, New York, or in show business, it is a well-known thing that instead of saying nice to meet you, you say nice to see you because it affords you the ability that maybe you've met this person before and you can get away Ah, with saying nice to see you. Yeah. And so when someone says nice to see you, it usually means I don't know who you are and I may have met you before, but I'm too scared to say 
I always say nice to meet you. And because I don't, and I did this to Larry David. I said nice to meet you once, even though we've met before. And he goes, we've met before. And I was humiliated because I was like, I assumed you wouldn't remember. And I didn't want to do the nice to see you thing ah. to make you feel weird. I also did this to Nick Offerman. I said, nice to meet you. And he was like, I did your show once. And I was like, I didn't expect you to remember me. I don't, I, what, it's not I'm like. trying was, to think what else you could say. So anyway. I guess to see you. But. I think Jeff Goldblum doesn't go that route. And he just goes, my God, of course. And that's not insincere. You know, it's not insincere. He's just saying, my God, of course. It and sounds so, a little sarcastic. No, if you listen to him on Conan, yeah. he sounds God, like he Sarah Lena. A love bug. <laughs> my God, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it does yeah, sound like yeah. Sarah Lena, my good friend. Um, <laughs> and then I saved a, okay, and then I guess that's that's all we have for today. Um, where did bed bugs live before bed bugs were invented? Someone oh, just obviously question. wrote a funny joke. They weren't invented. It's called No Stupid Questions. Where They said apparently they fed on bats and birds before humans, but they predate bats by 30 million years, so there must have been another mysterious host who went extinct or something. That leads me to a joke I made in Phoenix. When I was about to go on stage in Phoenix, I looked up some interesting facts, and one of them was that Phoenix um, was founded on a... Uh, wait, wait. I Fuck, I wrote it down. What Phoenix is a <laughs> the is a dry, archaic, uh, shallow bed of like in infertile ground or something, and I was like, oh, like the way it was described, it sounded exactly like my uterus, and I said something like, that's what I heard on my pap smear. Got to laugh. Then I said, Phoenix is 180 billion years old, the ground that we are on. I think that's when um, Alice Cooper moved here. That was a joke that Noah gave <laughs> me because Alice Car Cooper is someone who is famous that lives in Phoenix, and he wasn't born there, but I had to make a joke about him living there because it's everyone in Phoenix knows he person. lives there. I didn't know that. I would have not known that. In my interesting facts that I looked up, it wasn't in there but then noah backstage was like i think alice cooper lives here she didn't even say thanks she just said alice cooper lives here and he's invented a lot of money and blah blah blah. and i looked it up and it was true so i made a joke and it was good bed bugs they bed call bugs them the... uh, uh. <laughs> come on bed bugs they call them the house thugs i've never met one because i'm no slug i'm always moving fast my dick gets attached but it never is wait a second you've never met one do you remember the time that you called me? It was this the scaredest is, I've ever heard. This is a wrap. This is a wrap. I know, but this the besties need to hear how but adorable this is. This is a wrap, though. Andrew thought he got bed bugs and give it gave it to me because he was rap. staying at my place. But I'm rapping still. This is an interlude to the rap. You know how sometimes they do this little sketches. I know. I'm just going underneath. Is it still going? Yeah. Okay, I'm rapping still. So Andrew. So one time, Andrew. No, you know, we had a bed me. bug. My 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 roommate Jen had a bed bug. Scare scare we got a dog he came in he said there were no bed bugs here i don't even know if this was if that was legit then we got another was a mascot for <laughs> so i was scared but my room was far away from her so i was very nervous i i was watching your dogs for maybe like the second time i've ever met yeah we you. were new friends but we were already like close and he called me up like Man, so scared. I mean, Andrew gets scared to ask me if he can leave early from a venue to go back to the hotel. Like, there's a you can tell there's been like a lot of thought before he like <laughs> gets the courage to be like, um. So, uh, based on this, all he's like presenting a five paragraph essay of like, can I just leave? And I'm like, yes, you could go. But Andrew gets scared of me because I'm a scary person, and Lots, you love a hang, and I love a hang, and he's taking that from me, and we know that. So luckily, Noah was there to fill in. But um, I knew that. That's why I was able to leave. Well, thanks, Noah. 
Okay. I wanted so to hang out. It wasn't too. why you were able to leave. I would have let you leave anyway. But um, you're right. That was nice to consider. But he was so scared to tell me. And he called me and was like, I thought you were going to say, I fucked your dog. Or like, I... Well, that like, was... The well, that was the third call. Said, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this was just the second week. But um, <laughs> you were just getting me ready, but you told me about the bed bugs. Um, and sometimes it's weird. Nikki Glazer can overreact about having the word goddamn taken out of a trailer. But sometimes I get my phone stolen out of my hand or someone tells me I might have bed bugs. And my reaction is like the, like the negative. Yeah, I, any, I couldn't believe it. Like it's almost like I'm in a meditative state and I'm just like, okay. Like it's I was like too- bed bugs. I said bed bugs. Yeah, I thought yeah. because people in New York. I thought you said bad bugs fu- bunny, bed and it was bu- like one of those bugs bunnies with an attitude on a t-shirt. Yeah, well, bed <laughs> bugs was like, was yes, like he's gonna be in my you brain. know when like people go, how did you get COVID? Who gave you COVID? That's yes. what bed bugs was before COVID in New York City. You know what? For some reason, I think that these things that are catastrophic to other people, getting your phone stolen out of your hand by a twelve-year-old sprinting away, or getting bed bugs, or getting COVID. I already know so much of like the guilt that or the um that's already leading that up. like yeah. all the stuff that's gonna it's I only get sideswiped by things that are unexpected and I think the things that are expected and talked about and especially the ones that carry so much guilt for no reason like you didn't want bed bugs no one wants to get no. COVID no one what wants to give COVID to someone like I just want to immediately take that away from them because I you know I had a I had a uh, a guy once that I was dating look through my phone when I was not there because he didn't trust me about something. And I, when I caught him, I was, I caught him and I was like, my first thought, and I hope that people do this sometimes and I need to do a better job of it was if I did this and got caught, how would I want that person to treat me? Mm -hmm. Because this person didn't, is not a bad person. They were feeling insecure. They didn't want to look through my phone. No one wants to were do that. Were you dating them or was this Yeah, like, we were like in a, uh, we were like dating and they were just not trusting me and, they were someone that, you know, I would have never thought would look through my phone ever in a million years. Like really How'd out of character. How did you catch them? I was, Sorry. I had That's left so my phone to go uh, do something at all, like on a table that they were at. And then I came back and there was a text message up to a conversation between me and a guy that I knew this guy suspected me of hooking uh. up with. And the truth was that guy, I hadn't talked to him in like a year. And so what he, and then somehow the phone went off. But when so I was on my walk, my alarm probably. went off. That's yeah. what happened. He was shoot, shutting off my alarm. And so it was, and I remember being on my walk being like, I wonder if this person would ever go through my phone because I left it. And then I got back and I saw it and I confronted him when I, and I go, hey, I have not talked to this person in a year and the text message was up. Did you go through my phone? And he immediately admitted to it. And he was so guilty, so mm-hmm. embarrassed and which I knew I would be too if I got caught. And I'm absolutely capable of doing something like this in a moment where I'm feeling insecure or whatever. And I just, I remember he had to go do some like, go to work and do something like that was gonna take a lot of focus. And he was stressed out that I was gonna break up with him or whatever. And that that I hadn't decided yet based on like what it would be. But I remember saying to him, nothing you're gonna think about at work today will change the result of what happened. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, don't worry about this. We're going to be okay, which is true, whether we break up or not. We're going to be okay. We're going to get through this. I am not – I I want to talk about it later. I'm not mad at you. I'm a little disappointed, but I understand why this happened. 
please go to work and do not be, don't let this go. Cause he was worried about something at work that day. And I'm like, please don't let this affect your audition mm -hmm. because of this, or like put it into that, you know? And I just remember feeling really good about that because I was like, hopefully someone will bestow this on me when I do something like check someone's phone, you know, or something that I get caught doing that is so embarrassing because even though I have never gone through someone's phone without them knowing, I'm definitely capable of it. I just know that. I think we're all capable. Of Did doing your your alarm right. went off? My that's probably off. that dragged him to the phone. That's why right. he was shutting it off, and then he was I like, know, "I might as well check." Like, yeah, that's what. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's not, but it's not like I was asking for it because my alarm went off. Like he shouldn't have done it. What was your phone wearing? Well, my alarm was. I'm cheating on you. I'm cheating <laughs> yeah. on you. Look in my phone. I'm cheating on you. So maybe I was asking for Bed it. That's bugs. a great Robin song. All right, we gotta go. Thank you so much for letting us go Bed late, uh, Noah. I love you so much. Thanks Bed for listening bugs. to the show. Uh, don't be cut and Jake I was gonna try to do something about the guitar teacher man I owe him that guy's a singer Jake Bug <laughs> looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results but also empower you with a sense of complete control enter Conair Girlbomb your secret weapons for smooth sleek results made just for women from the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought. In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in L.A. Now they're in 150 cities worldwide. You got to check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.